Hello loves, Danielle Goley here, your host of Design to Awaken podcast. I'm your life purpose coach, empathic intuitive, and human design expert. I'm passionate about all things personal growth and development, spirituality, holistic well-being, relationships, and living with purpose and intention while being of service to others and the world. I'm a small town girl from North Central Montana who loves her family and community, who took a leap of faith and stepped outside of the status quo and left my professional career as Director of Public Health and began my personal journey of spiritual awakening and aligning with my soul's purpose. I'm here now to share personal experiences, lessons, failures, and what I have discovered along my own personal journey on this thing that we call life. Are you ready to be vulnerable in a space that's safe and begin celebrating your own authentic self? Awesome! Then pull up a seat, grab a cup of tea or your favorite thing to sip on, and let's talk all things. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose in the world? This is the Design to Awaken podcast. I'm so excited. I have the pleasure of having Randy Lee join us today. She is a 6'2 sacral generator and a human design and gene keys guide and mentor who's passionate about supporting individuals to live fully expressed without compromise and trust in their inner authority. One of her superpowers is translating complex systems like human design and gene keys into understandable language so you can also experience the full power of the wisdom within. As someone with power view, desire, motivation, she's here to see what's not working and is motivated to create change in a new direction. Randy currently lives in Honolulu, Hawaii with her miniature dachshund, Athena. All right, I'm so, so excited. Thank you, Randy, for joining me and welcome to the Design to Awaken podcast. So I'm super excited to learn more about you. Do you want to share a little bit about you, your expertise and your passion around, you know, who you are and human design and just something what you're super excited about? Absolutely. Aloha. Thank you, Danielle, for having me here. I'm really excited to be here with you and for our conversation today. Uh, Like you said, my name is Randy Lee. I'm a 6'2 sacral generator, and I discovered human design around the end of 2018, but didn't really start to dive into it seriously until 2019. And you and I met through Eden Carpenter's SSCC, her certification program, and I actually had discovered Eden when she was just getting started in her business. And I interviewed her on my podcast and like really she was kind of like a catalyst for me in seeing that human design was like a really incredible tool to understand myself on a deeper level. And you and I, Danielle, and also Eden have undefined G-centers. Yours is actually completely open. And so this G-center is like, the center for our identity, for our sense of purpose and direction and where we're going. And that had been something I had always kind of been searching for my whole life was like, who am I? Who am I authentically? And I found that I was kind of a chameleon and could fit into 
a lot of different groups. And a lot of times I would compromise my authentic self just to fit in and to be accepted. And human design really gave me a tool to understand who I was at an energetic level. And so I started diving really deep into human design in 2019 when my business was really feeling out of alignment. I started my business at the start of 2018 and was feeling really great about my business. Actually, I was a a self-love coach and was really just sharing a transformation that I had gone through in my own life. And it resonated with a lot of people. I had a lot of success pretty quickly at the start of my business. And with that quick success came people asking me, oh, how did you do it? Can you teach me to do the same thing? So I pivoted into becoming a business coach, not necessarily because that's what I desired, but because that's what everybody was asking me for. And I thought that that was the natural next step in my evolution. And when I became a business coach, I kind of fell back on those non-self themes of my undefined G center and just kind of looking for the identity of like, what does it mean to be a business coach? What is everybody else doing? How can I take on this identity of what it means to be a business coach? And I did that with sacrificing my values, my morals, what I knew to be true, like doing things in my business that I felt in my body were wrong, but I saw everybody else in the industry doing it. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, this is what I need to do to fit in and to be accepted and to be seen as a business coach. And so when I found human design, it was at that period where I just was not feeling really great about my business, but I didn't really have any tools to understand why or to help navigate a new way. And human design has continuously helped me navigate this realm of being a business owner and coming back to doing it in a way that feels inauthentic to who I am and in alignment with my core values. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Um, When you were talking about that Open G Center and being that chameleon, I can remember just even kind of took me back when you were saying that even in high school, how I was like friends with everybody, just because I could fit in with every group of people, right. And, and then that same thing about, you know, when we start our business, you know, I started out originally, being an intuitive, and then moving into purpose coaching. And that was so in alignment, because it was in the beginning, I didn't know any different, right. I was just following my own design without even knowing it. And then the same thing, once you get into that coaching industry and watching what other people are doing and saying, this is the way to do it and trying to do it. I've even said this to other colleagues and in the industry and friends that have been in other programs about like, it's frustrating to me how it sacrifices so many people that have amazing gifts out there. They become sacrificial in my opinion because they're not able to do it that way because it's not in their design and then they give up and there's so much that they have to share. One reason I got so excited about doing this and becoming certified and how I met you through Eden was because I'm seeing how it's changing my life, my own business, as well as, as the clients that I'm working with and giving them permission to do them in alignment with them. 
So what was it about human design that helped you develop that trust within your own inner authority? Well, I think that what human design gave me at the beginning was an understanding of each person's uniqueness and our our purpose of differentiating and how we're here to literally do things in our own unique way. Like each person is uniquely designed and has different gifts and abilities and challenges that they're going to face. And to really be able to see that really shifted so much within me because I realized it wasn't about trying to fit in anymore. It wasn't about trying to homogenize and become like other people. It was really giving myself that permission to, you know, in some instances, go against the norms, go against, you know, what I saw in society. And that gave me a lot of permission to then trust my inner authority, to really trust like what I knew to be true, my truth, to follow my sacral, what was lighting me up and like, The more that I have really, especially with my work around the gene keys, because I think that that really beyond just trusting my sacral, I was able to see the shadow patterns in the past that had led me to compromising who I was, that led me to chasing after goals and desires that weren't truly mine. And I was able to untangle all of these aspects that before I was just kind of like running on autopilot, but human design and the gene keys has given me so much more awareness of where my actions are actually coming from. If they're really coming from a true and authentic place, or if they're coming from a shadow or a non-self theme. And through that awareness, it's allowed me to trust myself because I can trust that when I'm entering into something from a place of pure desire and pure joy and excitement, and there not being any sort of agenda attached to it, but really just following my truth, that I don't have to be worried about what direction that leads because I know that it's going to lead me in a direction that is meant for me versus doing things before from my shadows or non-self themes that were, you know, driven of, okay, I think that this is going to lead me in the direction that I think is meant for me. Like really from that undefined G center or, you know, my open throat of wanting to be seen and heard or my undefined emotional solar plexus of being afraid to speak my truth, to have confrontation, when I could see how behaviors before had been rooted in those non-self themes and the shadows of my gene keys, it became so much easier to then untangle that and learn to trust myself because I was no longer being driven from the same place that I was before. That's so powerful, being able to trust that inner authority, but it's really about letting go of what expectations we feel have been put on us through our different open centers, right? I I do a lot of work with intuition and helping individuals increase their intuition. And so that to me is that inner authority of being able to truly trust it, but taking human design in a way that 
because it's not the same for everyone. I was still teaching it from my own perspective and it, it was resonating, but I wasn't able to support individuals that have a different authority than I do. So how do you see human design as a system to help awaken the, the soul and even the collective? Because as we were talking before we got on here, I'm super passionate about helping to change the trajectory of humanity. So how, how do you see human design as that system to be able to help that? Well, I think the only way that we can change the trajectory of humanity and the collective begins with the individual. And we can see that within human design, within the body graph. So within the body graph, we have three different main circuits of energy. The way that energy flows between, you know, the channels and the centers. And these three main circuits are the individual, the tribal, and the collective. And mutation, evolution, begins with that individual circuitry, specifically within the 360 channel. That's where mutation occurs. This is this pressure to evolve, to bring something new into the world. And that occurs through the individual. The whole individual circuitry in the human design system is about empowering the individual to be their authentic self to go against the grain, to go against the norm, to truly follow what is authentic to them, to trust in their own convictions. And through that mutation, creativity, evolution, innovation can be born. And when that happens, it can then go out into the tribe, into our communities to then see, is it something that can be supportive for the community? And then once we find something that comes from the individual that then can support the communities, it can then be brought out to the greater collective. But it all begins with the individual. And I think what we've done in the past is we have looked at these greater systems and have wanted to change the greater system without looking at how do we come back to first evolving within ourselves, healing these patterns of non-self, these, you know, wounded inner child patterns that we all have, when we can really evolve from that individual place, it will be seen within the collective, but it has to begin with us first. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting here just as, as I'm listening to you. It, it, it makes so much sense what I'm super passionate about. I, individually helping, you know, individuals truly understand themselves at a deeper core level and then identifying or rediscovering because it's already within you just like it is with the human design. It's there's nothing that we need to do or discover or do differently. It's just about really reconnecting and letting go of what isn't ours, what isn't just that what isn't ours. And there's so much of that in so much beauty in the fact of empowering ourself. Um, I, like I was sharing prior that I've always wanted to help women because I feel like women can, when they can change, when they can really step into their own unique, authentic self and live a joyful, purposeful life, then they help everyone around them. And I say this all the time, it's that ripple effect, but it does start with the individual. And I love how 
that's what the human design is. It, it is individually, it's unique. There's no one in, else in the universe like us and no one else will there ever be like us. So thank you so much for sharing that. It is a, it is very a powerful system. And I'm just, I, I love that you have this superpower of translating systems so that everyone else can really kind of take it in and, and embody it. And so how do you use it as a tool to help people in a new direction of life? You've talked a little bit about how it's helped you move into your new direction, but do you have a couple key tangible things that you could say to look at someone's chart and say, this, this can help you right now in a new, if you're headed in a new direction or if that's what you desire? Well, I think what we can look at when we're looking at moving in a new direction is, you know, really beginning with the foundation of human design, which is strategy and authority. And I'm sure people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of hearing strategy and authority. But what strategy and authority does is it allows you to make more cognitively based decisions that are really rooted in your authentic self in the wisdom that comes from the body, but also from really the, you know, removing these non-self themes through the awareness that comes through following our strategy and authority. When we can start to move more in alignment with least amount of resistance in our lives, then we can really trust in the direction that we're moving in because we are moving in our unique trajectory. And it all begins with that foundation of strategy and authority, because that allows us to then start to, you know, really refine how we're making decisions, how we're moving throughout life, the places that we're in, the people we're surrounding ourselves with. And, you know, strategy and authority is really a catalyst for everything else within the chart to really come online and be activated as we have to first, you know, start moving in life with the least amount of resistance, making more authentic decisions, you know, aligned decisions, than interacting with others in the way that we're designed to, which comes from our strategy. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And when, and like you were saying, it's all back to the individual, right? If we all individually can really just start being aligned with our strategy and authority. Again, it gives permission for others to do the same. Yeah. I mean, imagine a world where everybody was like, honestly following their strategy and authority and not feeling like, you know, the generators really trusting that like what is meant for them is going to be magnetized into our open and enveloping aura for us to respond to. You know, we don't have to go out and try to initiate and force and make things happen. You know, just that alone can shift the way that you start moving throughout the world, which is naturally just going to shift your trajectory and your direction in life. I mean, where I am now in my business, I would have never expected, like, because it's, you know, my mind is trying to mentally, like, figure out, okay, where am I going to go? But this is really about like moving beyond just the mental aspect, which so many of us have been, have been stuck in our minds for so long and there's nothing wrong with the mind. But when we're primarily making decisions solely with the mind and ignoring the wisdom of the body, 
then that's where we can really, you know, be facing a lot of resistance in our lives. And so human design is helping us to, you know, come back to our individual way of moving through the world in the way that is not only supportive for us, but everybody else that we're interacting with. And that mind, body, spirit connection, you know, personally, as a generator as well, that burnout happens when we force, when I personally have forced continuing down a path that I'm like, I've been, my body's telling me this is no longer for you, but doing it because, you know, I, I started it, you know, that, that programming of don't stop something. If you start it, you know, you have to see it all the way through the finish. Mine was, you know, having those letters behind my name, because that's what society says is important and valuable, you know, and how that impacts our physical body. And we're seeing such dis-ease that's turning into disease in the world. If we can just even pivot and help people follow their strategy and authority, I truly believe diseases will, will, start to decrease just by that one thing, plus the joy and the happiness and in, in people will experience in the world. So it's so powerful. And it is back to that foundational thing again. Um, so is there any other things that with your awesome, unique perspective with human design that you can think of that you would like to share? I mean, I think, you know, a big thing that we've been talking about in this conversation is like looking at those non-self themes of your open or undefined centers, because that can be one of the big things. Like if we're struggling to follow strategy and authority, it can often be rooted in some of that conditioning around our open or undefined centers, you know, like with both of us having that G center, you know, mine is undefined. Yours is is completely open. Like that searching for direction or even clinging on to a specific identity Like for instance, like you were talking about, like kind of intuitively knowing maybe a cycle had ended, you know, maybe something like you were ready to let something go, but you were holding on to it. Well, well, why was that? Well, it could possibly be rooted in that open G center of wanting to have an identity, wanting to have a a direction. And so we're constantly searching for that. And then if we're making decisions or acting from that non-self theme, that's where it can be pulling us out of following our strategy and authority. So looking at those open or undefined centers can really illuminate, you know, a deeper layer of like, where are my actions rooted that can be an indicator that I'm, I'm making a decision or acting from a place that's not true to who I am? Because our open or undefined centers This is where we're here to reflect the energy. We're here to take it in, but not to hold on to it. You know, we're here to, especially with us undefined G centers, like we're here to experience all the different identities and to like through that, you know, feel, okay, who is really true to me in the moment, in the now, and know that we can shift and change and evolve that we don't have to hold on to one specific thing. And through that, we can gain so much wisdom around that aspect of identity, of purpose, of direction, when we're able to just, you know, experience the wide spectrum that's available through the open or undefined centers, but not feel like we have to hold on to it or experience that consistently. I just love that you you said that a couple of times and it's so true. We're seeing 
the new, the upcoming generations being so much better at not holding on to, and I'm, I'm thinking more of professions and careers. People aren't staying in jobs and careers for 20, 30, 40, 50 years like they used to. I love the fact that we're getting permission not to hold on to even just that one aspect of, of life that, you know, as you were saying with our Open G centers and Undefined Center, we're here to explore and try all of these different things on in the moment and to know that one thing might last and say, yeah, it feels good for, you know, 10 years or it might feel good for two years. But yeah, try it on. Why are we holding on to things too long? I've seen that so many times with clients is holding on to things and and myself as well, like you said, holding on for too long and then having the detrimental impact of what that does to our mind, body and spirit. So again, just coming back to giving ourselves permission to live authentically and and when we feel like we're not human design can give us that bird's eye view I guess of maybe where we can look to find what conditioning or something why am I not letting go why am I holding on to something that doesn't I know isn't for me anymore does that make sense yeah and I think you know a lot of times the only way we can really learn that is through going through an experience where we live out our non-self themes and we we look back and we're like, oh, wait, maybe that was rooted in that. And maybe I could do it a different way. And so like, you know, you're a one three, part of it is going to be going through the experience and being like, oh, okay, interesting. How can I learn from this? How, like, what is the lesson through that experience? Right. And so I think that's something we can all learn is like a lot, this is, this really truly is an experiment. So we don't have to be afraid of not living in quote unquote alignment, because what if everything is actually in alignment? Like what if actually like these non-self themes are actually in alignment because it's bringing you into greater awareness of how you can be more true to who you are. And we can only know, know that through often experiencing what we're not, right? Because the truth is that we can't become what we already are. You already are your design. And it's just about removing those layers of who you're not. And so I think that's where our open and undefined centers can really give us a lot of wisdom of where we can remove those layers of what we're not. A big, a big source of conditioning for me has been my undefined emotional solar plexus. And the non-self theme there is avoiding truth and confrontation. And I have struggled to speak my truth, to have the difficult conversations for the majority of my life. And I've seen over the past, you know, especially year where the more that I have done this work, I'm no longer afraid to have the difficult conversations, especially with the people closest to me in my life. You know, even just yesterday, I had a really difficult conversation with my mom and she like for a minute, she was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have brought this up. And I said, mom, it's okay for us to have difficult conversations. It doesn't mean that I don't love you any less and it's okay to have these conversations. And I think this is how we grow is through this awareness. Like, this would not have been possible for me a few years ago. Like even just 
a year ago, I was still very much triggered by certain conversations with my parents. Like, even though I had done so much inner work around myself, when I would go around my parents, it would be like, I would revert back to my, you know, 13, 14 year old self. And now I can really have the difficult conversations and through that actually experience so much more intimacy in my relationships with others because I'm no longer afraid to speak my truth and have potentially confrontational conversations with others. Intimacy, right? Because we're being able to be authentic. We're being truthful to ourselves and coming from a place of unconditional love first, right? And knowing that we are okay to have differences of opinions and beliefs and perspectives, but to be able to have that ability to speak our own truth is true intimacy. And that is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm, I'm so honored that brought into your life or you're brought into mine, however we want to say it. I truly believe that everybody comes into our life at the right time. It's been such a pleasure to have you, Randy Lee. And I would love to know where can people find you and connect more with you because you have so much wisdom to share in the world. Oh, thanks, Danielle. It's been my pleasure. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is I am Randy Lee. And that's where I hang out the most is on Instagram. You can also join my free community, Embodiment by Design, where I have a ton of free resources that I'm continually adding to each week. I do a weekly newsletter that gets posted there. It's called the Human Design Forecast, where we discuss the transits, we discuss different aspects of human design, and I'm able to go a lot deeper into specific areas of human design and the gene keys. And that's all for free on my community embodiment by design. And the link for that will be, uh, you can go to my Instagram. It's all there. And my website, you can check that out, which has all my uh, self-paced courses and other offerings, ways that you can work with me. And yeah, it would be a pleasure to connect with you. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram and let me know what resonated with you about this episode. I love to connect with people on there. I highly encourage everybody to check Randy Lee out. She is, again, amazing and full of wisdom. Thank you again so, so very much for your time, your wisdom, your your vulnerability, and just being willing to show up you authentically and awakened. Thank you, Danielle. It's been my pleasure. Wahoo! What a great time we spent together in another episode of Design to Awaken. If you found the topic of human design interesting, supportive, or would just love to learn more about your own personal design, it would be an honor to support you with a private human design and gene key reading. During a session, I will support you to begin remembering your truth within and aligning with your authentic self so that you too can fulfill your soul's purpose. My availability is limited, so book your session today at the link below in the show notes. You can also learn more how to work with me on my website, daniellegoley.com. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Friday. This is Danielle Goley signing off. See you next time. Much love.